Hello, sister. All right. Uh, three, two, <clears throat> one. Totally love this, you featuring totally myself, Trevor, love this. And, and Nell. <laughs> and you would totally love this. We have we have the utmost confidence that you will totally love this because who doesn't love Trevor and Nell? I or Nell and of, Trevor. Or Nell and Trevor. I mean, if we're going to go alphabetical about <laughs> it, uh, we are going through Parks and Recreation, a show that I have recommended to you many times. That you gotten first couple episodes haven't have you ever gotten to episode three no this, this is episode? my this is my first this is the furthest you've gone the in the furthest parks and rec. I have okay mm-hmm. so episode three uh came up was the reporter which was originally episode two. Oh, that so makes the sense the original arc was premiere introduced people reporter about the pit and then the canvassing about the pit and then i'm a little fuzzy on the details on why it was rotated it sounds like mbc made the decision to switch them well, that makes so much sense to me because it so far was my least favorite episode. The number, this particular one? Yeah. The, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And I feel like, I mean, I can see why it matters for the, the arc of the story. But I think if it had been, if I had been a new watcher without a lovely brother to you know, push me forward and it had been episode two, I think I would have been turned off. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, the basic plot is Leslie Nope is trying to get the... Pit turned into a park, so she reaches out to a local reporter to mm-hmm. try to get a fluff piece on it to <laughs> drum up some attention. Um, and the interview, like the piece on the raccoons, <laughs> like the piece on the raccoons, um, which um, well, actually, is that scene was apparently filmed as a commercial for Parks and Rec, and they inc- decided to include it in this episode with her running after running for the raccoon. Yes. That's so funny because it did have a slightly different tone and was so funny. Yes. That's so Yeah, funny. so they filmed that scene. It was going to be a commercial for the show Parks and Rec, and then they decided it actually works in this episode, so they threw it in. Um, so she brings in the reporter. The reporter meets with the subcommittee. The first interview is an epic disaster because Andy, who had Chris Pratt, who had fallen in the pit and broken both his legs. He's becoming a lot more charming. A lot more charming. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, charming is Pushing, but he was so uncharming. For times. sure, he was he was very one note. Yeah, and they've they've started to expand him. Um, but he had not admits that he was blackout drunk when he fell into the pit. Um, and also, we find out that that his girlfriend Anne is on the pill, which he just throws in there, and it be, later becomes part of the article, which is kind of funny. But so then, I don't quite actually even understand what what that. I mean, I feel like almost every woman is on the pill. So yeah, I, that it was, was just, a very strange. I was it was like, very Anne. Andy, I mean, as we get to know Andy and realize he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, it was just a very, he, because she accused him of, she said, why didn't you tell me you were drunk? We gave you anesthesia. We gave you, right. there was some medication they gave him at the hospital that would not have been good with alcohol. And he said, well, you drink alcohol and you're on the pill. <laughs> she says, you can do that. <laughs> so anyways, they, so then Leslie calls Mark Brandanowitz and says, hey, we just had this epic disaster. Can you help us? And Mark Brandanowitz helps by taking the reporter out to dinner and then she stays the night and has sex with him, which Leslie realizes in real time when she meets the reporter at the pit to that do the next level of the interview. Very tragic. Very tragic. And Leslie has a thing for Mark Brandanowitz. Um, so then Leslie kind of goes off the rails a little bit. The interview, that interview is a disaster. She kind of comes down off the ledge, meets the reporter the third time. 
talking to the reporter. The reporter says, well, everyone I've spoken to says there's no way this park is going to happen. And she's listing off all these quotes from people. And the last quote she says is, um, it's never, this, this ever, is ever, never, ever, ever, ever going to happen or going to be built. Gonna. And Leslie says, well, who says that? And she said, Mark Bandanowitz. <laughs> so then Anne goes to Mark Bandanowitz and says, hey, you got to help us fix this. And instead of fixing it, he goes to the reporter and says, well, by the way, I said that while we were sleeping together. And she says, OK, I'll leave it out because we're romantically involved. And he says, well, I don't know if we're romantically involved. And that's definitely just disaster upon disaster upon disaster. One of Anne's disaster. best moments so far. Yes. Says, just really? really? <laughs> but yeah, he, Brandanowitz, Brand is Mark Bandanowitz, yeah. He... It, it, it's not his strong. I mean, to me, he just, he's so off putting in that episode and also becomes pretty dumb actually. Yeah. Um, which was nice. Cause in the beginning of the episode, I think what I didn't love about it is yeah. that it's, and I can see why it's an early episode too. Cause they haven't hit Leslie's stride. It's really piling on Leslie. It's like pile on Leslie. Yeah. She's, she's so dumb. Yeah. Um, but then it, in the middle, it switches to actually he's dumb. Right. <laughs> and also everyone else is dumb. And like the reporters kind of, they're, they're all pretty dumb. Um, and, and it takes off the heat of Leslie. So by the end of the episode, I was kind of back in. But at the beginning of the episode, which makes sense that it's an early right. Mm-hmm. Because it's really, it is kind of like she's, uh, what's his face from the office? Um, um, Steve Grom, uh, Michael Scott. Yeah, Michael Scott. Because she's so... Everything she's doing, everything wrong. She's saying everything she's, wrong. She's just like, and so and, it's, and, it's, and she's compounding. Yeah. Everything. It's not just a single mistake. It's a mistake yeah. on top of a mistake on top of a mistake on top of a mistake. It's you know, it's slipping in the water and then hitting the banana peel <laughs> right. and then grabbing the greasy and the banana peel is poisoned and then, yes, and yes, then her skin rots up. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, the beginning of the episode, I was just like, oh no, 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 no. which I can. From the second episode, they had already built her more mm. with her mom and her right. everything. So I was like, "Wait, this is like an old Leslie. I don't right. want this Leslie back. You know, yeah. I want I want new Leslie." Yeah, you're right. Cool. I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. She was she had a little more oomph to her in the second episode and nuance too. And nuance. And yeah. in this episode, she's going to Mark and asking him for help with the interview. And yeah, and I'm thinking, why are you going to a city planner for help? Like, well, wouldn't I mean, you go to your boss? Instead? Well, like, she's I was trying to flirt with her. She had for sure, for sure. But it was just the idea that she's. Even go, I don't know, that just kind of... Even the cold open, I can't even remember what the cold open was, but in the very beginning... That was uh, with the kids, out of, with Jerry and the kids, and she um, puts the nettles and the honeysuckle in her mouth. And yeah, even them. even that, like, it, it it wasn't, I mean, I like those openings, yeah. but it, it wasn't character building, really. It was just right. like, she's stupid. Right. And so, it, yeah, I, I She's I stupid, like, but in the end, she only wants what's good for the she, she never wants to disparage a park right so right. she will go out of her way with her like, tongue this swelling and say, this is fun this is so good it's still smell you know yeah yeah so i i it it saved itself at the end for yeah. me at least yeah yeah and it's yeah and they go back and forth between mark brandon and what's being and we talked about how the in the first episode or second episode when Originally, he was going to be a good guy and push and get the favor because he wanted to date Anne, and they changed that. So they kind of showed him being a good guy, and then here again, they show him being a good guy, but a selfish good guy. It's, it's, it's a weird, such a yeah, it's, it's douche. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, and I think I, I'm not sure if it was this episode or another episode, but I think I read that Michael Schur, the creator, said I because I think they filmed this episode 
maybe three weeks, you know, within three weeks of the right. premiere. So, and he said, ideally, you'd have a premiere, you'd have like a month before you have your third episode. So you have time to kind of see, you know, you have your pilot and then the your pilot, time. Yeah, you kind yeah, of see pilot, yeah. what you liked, what you didn't like. And they, I guess they didn't have that. That makes sense. But but it's interesting. Again, the first three episodes, I think, are just kind of a wash in terms of character building. Yeah, I mean, I think the second one had with all the the mom stuff, and I, there is but for stuff. her, yeah. But she was the only one who had any yeah. kind of character. And building. I think I'm getting um, Aziz Ansari. What's his name? Uh, character's name? Um, oh, Tom Haverford. Tom, Tom, I'm getting to know a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but it, I think also I just have such. It's one of my things that I I just turn off and can't watch. I hate watching women be jealous of another woman over a, a man who's like. Kind of not even like a catch in right. any way, you know. No. I mean, he, sure, he's a nice, tall drink of water, but like, he's he, what does he have to offer? Absol- right. Absolutely nothing. And so, if if he had a tiny bit more, even even if he were a douche and dated a bunch of women, but had something going for him, I'd be like, okay, I believe it. But I I started to just not believe believe it, even though she is so naive right. that that she would care so deeply about this person. Who's like, eh. so, and, and I know that that's a trope and I know people, sure. people like it, but I, it's one of my like backpedaling things where I'm like, ah, uh, not interesting to me yeah. like, unless there's something else going on. And I, so I think I'm sure they'll build towards that, but, and I did like, um, yeah, I think, I mean, there was stuff in it that's hilarious, but, and her reactions, like while being interviewed in real time while she's, I mean, that stuff is just yeah. so, she, she, it was so funny, but the actual storyline, I'm like, eh, schmeh. It's not, yeah. it, it doesn't build anything for me. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 it is very cliche. You know? Yeah, it's a you know, and I get. I think early on, you're trying to create the conflict. You're trying to create the the, the interesting moments that are going to happen when you know girl A likes the guy who ends up with girl B because he's doing girl A a favor, and it, you know it's. A, but it didn't. I agree that it, it kind of was flat. And you know, what, you know what it was, like actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is that they pounded it over the head too much. Right. If, if you had just seen her, like, juggernauting towards trying to get this article, but at every turn, things are going against her in that right. not only is the language, she's, like, schwitzing, she's, you know, can't, <laughs> she can't sit through the first interview, she's trying to turn, but then on top of that, she's in the middle of another interview and she realizes that the <laughs> reporter has slept with the man that she likes if that had been just a subtle kind of thing that's happening, it would right. have been hilarious. Right. But they were just pounding that thing over the head. Yeah. And I was like, eh. Yeah. Pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so a few notes. So it was written by uh, Dan Gore, mm. who was a Harvard classmate of Michael Shore and the co-creator of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Any, any uh, relation to Al? Uh, different spelling. G-O-O-R. Oh. G-O-O-R. Um, so, and, so, and he apparently was very upset that they switched the episodes. Mm. Um, he was, he was very annoyed that that happened. Well, I bet, because it's his baby. His baby, and I'm sure when they planned out the arc of the, the initial, it was only six episodes in the first season. It started in, in the spring, and I'm sure as they planned it out, they had a specific idea in mind of right. pilot, introduce people, second one, reporter, epic disaster, Third one, canvassing, you kind of see Leslie kind of hitting her groove a little bit. You mm-hmm. get a little more nuance, and then on and on and on. And this one, as you said, it kind of went up with the nuance and then just kind of crashed down hard. So I'm sure, yeah. and I'm sure the writers are all involved in all the episodes, so I'm sure, you know. But they weren't prepared to So, to and again, I don't arcs. know why NBC moved it, but they did. Um, 
It aired on April 23rd, 2009 to 5.24 million viewers. So is that down? That's Can down. Steady so decline. It started at six something, went to five nine, and I think at five two. Interesting. Steady decline. Um, and then the one interesting thing, because having watched the series, I, I recognize that this does happen. The scene where um, the reporter is interviewing, uh, they're in the diner. And the reporter is feeding her all the lines about that people have said, and Leslie is just responding uh-huh, to all. Yeah. So that was all improvised. Uh-huh. And usually, I think the plan is, you know, they pick the best one, maybe two, and include those. But apparently, they liked them all so much that the editor said, "What if we take them all and just compound and just make a montage, a quick montage, uh-huh. and they do that throughout the rest of the series?" Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, it was fantastic. So that the woman who played the reporter was really funny. She's great. She's, she's a great st- she's she's a straight man. Character. She's like, she's, yeah, she'll be back. But yet, also, yeah, had some something going on there. Yeah, and there really wasn't a whole lot to the episode when it comes down. That's to what it. bothered me about yeah. it. I'm like, what is this episode about? It's yeah. just about nothing. I, right. I was like, what is this? And is I think this? if you're, and part of the problem is because episode two culminated with Leslie fighting off this angry horde. Yeah, she becomes Park Lady. She becomes Park Lady to be able to <laughs> keep like- this plan alive. The reporter, the, the, this episode, it doesn't build to anything it just kind of happens no. whereas i think if, yeah. if it had been episode two i think you you still would have been in the phase of okay you know i don't love these people but i'm getting to know them and then you hit episode three and you're like oh cool i see where this was going so i, I completely yeah. see why they would have been upset that it, like why they planned it the way right they although did. to be honest i would have just cut that or, or, or woven that story into another episode that wasn't so focused on that one. Right. It just felt so stretched out. And I was missing that Amelia Bedelia moment <laughs> where, yeah. like, she's fucked up, she's she's messed up, she's messed up, she's messed up, and then suddenly she makes the best lemon meringue pie. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, usually in the other two, like the Park Lady moment where she, yeah. makes, her, she makes lemonade out of her own lemons. Right. And at least in my memory, I don't feel like she really makes lemonade. No. Like, and in this so, one, it would have been great if, if maybe in the, in the diner scene... She had had this just completely heartfelt, this is what it means to me. I think I just think of the kids and whatever it is. And it's just so real and raw yeah. and honest. And the reporter's like, hot damn, that's a good quote. But then but, but then she it. still doesn't put it in the but thing. But she still doesn't put it in yeah. the thing. Or, or she misquotes it or something to like, I think of kids or something <laughs> right, like that. You know right. what I mean? Like, so I can, but yeah, so they really didn't have that. There's nothing redeeming. There's nothing redeeming about the episode. No. Really. Yeah. Um, but anybody. No, the only thing that is slightly redeeming, which, like, is really... I'm stretching. I'm stretching, stretching here, is that boyfriend man um, with Chris, the legs. Chris Pratt. Uh, Andy Dwyer. Andy? Andy. I, Andy is becoming... Slightly, the whole exchange about where he's like, I don't... You know, uh, men are just, you know, thinking yeah. with... He's becoming more human. Yeah. Um, and him having him called it and then and broken so yeah, and he like, kinda, yeah, he you kind of get a sense that he actually cares about right. Leslie and in a weird way and also that he's he's not oblivious to the world right. around him like right. he completely saw that there were some sparks going on there and, and he's, he's like thought, yeah that's not nice right. you men think men that they're dogs. peepees and you know <laughs> so apparently so that was one of the improv lines the original line was thinking with his wiener instead of his head and he improv to thinking with the head of his wiener instead of the head of his brain <laughs> That's a good which is a fantastic line um, and Aziz Ansari apparently added completely improv that dude has stuck it in some chicks and Michael Schur was shocked that both lines were allowed to stay in the episode he was a thousand percent certain that one or both was going to be cut by the NBC people but they allowed him to stay 
I did. I did love the quote unquote slut shaming shaming of Brandanowitz, like the, no. that it was you know the kind of catching on his. I mean, usually that's yeah. I liked that it was a, for a man, not right. for a woman, and um, and that everyone in the office was just piling on. No. on him, and it, it didn't even, even even as Tom was saying, it didn't. It almost didn't feel. I'm sure. It was meant from Tom Haverford as a compliment, but it didn't feel no, like a I don't compliment. think it, it didn't it didn't feel like a compliment like it, to it, me. It, it, he it, almost was just like, ew. You know, yeah, it was almost <laughs> like like you should see the trash this man has, you know, gone home with. Oof, no. But which is interesting, again, to your point, different from what you would expect. Yeah, not like, like, hey, 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 look what he's doing. Put another notch on his belt. Right. And, yeah. He was like, he's kinda gross. Um, <laughs> so my favorite line, again, Tom Haverford, I'm gonna start keeping track of who has the favorite lines and we'll see who wins. Oh okay. was it was totally offhand when Mark Brandanowitz is telling Leslie how he butchered the apology to uh, the reporter and how basically they're no longer involved and, and you just hear Tom in the background going so she's available <laughs> and it gets me every time like they're not focusing on him he's not even really in the scene he's just typing on his computer going so she's available <laughs> I love it it's so good he is he is, a, he is such a good little sprite in the yeah. background like, like a little puck sprite character. that's such a good way to put him <laughs> yeah. he has his little I think I do actually think my favorite line was, um, well, I already said one. I, I loved Anne's delivery of when he says, really? wait, we're not really. <laughs> or maybe she says, oh, my God. Yeah, she's she, like, oh, my God. Just and like, it was the most real because sometimes she can be a little bit distant. And yeah. it was the most real just like, holy moly. Um, but it was the condom line that made me laugh. <laughs> because, again, it was kind of like the Aziz line that you're yes. talking about. That it had nothing to do with the scene. But he's just in the background. What's Playing Andy? a video game, Andy. And yeah. he was like, I, I bet he didn't even wear a condom. And that made me laugh really hard. <laughs> yeah, it was so random. Just out of the blue, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Andy. But it's also, it's, it, see, I like the moments where for a moment, and I know it's a comedy and I know that it's broad, right? but for a moment I was like, what does Andy think about? Because right. he was thinking his little brain was working back there. Right. And I think, I think, cause I've heard you'll, you'll, there'll be another line that, that Andy says in a future episode that Michael Schur says to this day, he, as a writer, he wishes he would have written it's that funny where what they'll do is they'll say, Hey, the here's the scene that's going to be going on. We just need you to interject something, just randomly interject stuff. Mm. So I could I could easily see how Chris Pratt sitting on the couch, you're playing a video game, just interject some stuff, just randomly. Just you hear a thing, just throw make it, it in, make a natural, improv it. And my improv. guess is like that was another improv line where he's just thinking and just like I bet he totally didn't even use a condom. <laughs> But he almost says it tenderly. That's what's weird about it. It's like he's caring about Leslie's safety yeah. in a weird way. I mean, I'm reading into it because I was trying. In that episode, I was just like, is anyone have any depth in this yes. episode? Even when, he says, even when he says men are dogs, it, it you could easily see that him being joking, like thinking like, men are dogs. But, like, I should know. I'm a dog. But, but it wasn't even that. He seemed he was, like he cared. He readily acknowledged that, yeah, men are dogs. Yeah, like, Maybe sorry, not recognizing Leslie. that he himself is kind of douchey, but also looking out in the world and saying, that guy kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was my first moment that I started to kind of like him in in like a. Oh, that guy's has something to He's say. Right. right. <laughs> again, and, and yeah, which again, if you if it's second episode again, you're kind of building, building. It's almost crescendo right. to the scene with the crowd at the public hall. Right, right. But you didn't have that, so it was just big crescendo public hall, and then just. Flat. Right, and they probably had to keep that third episode because it was Gore, Gore's baby, Pat Gore's and, baby, and also it introduced you know, a reporter who's a recurring role, right, and also right. and they know, shot it. You said 
They'd already shot it. They'd already shot it. They yeah. must, yeah. Yeah, yeah they already so, had it. So they must have had it ready to go, yeah. and then it got right. switcherooed. Well. So I, I'm, I think I'm going to go on a limb and say you were not hooked in. <laughs> no. There was, like a, weak, was do, a weak link. Like, you you were swimming towards, after the end of episode two, you were swimming towards the worm, like, and then you looked and was like, Sour Patch, I think ouch. someone ate that worm already. I think that worm right. You're has swimming bites away. in it. You're swimming away. All right. Well, we will see next episode if it brings you if it brings you back in if they they, they get back on track. It, it did again looking at it from a different perspective and, and really kind of as the whole arc. It did fall that this particular episode just fell. It, it backtracked. Flat. It backtracked. Yeah, yeah. It was like and as you said, you could have introduced the reporter, had the the scene as part of something else, or make it far secondary to Leslie preparing for an interview. Oh yeah, watching the first interview. Preparing for a second interview, watching the second interview, you know, going in. I felt like they actually missed a lot of opportunities for jokes. Yes. Because interviews are naturally hilarious. Absolutely. And I felt like they were going so, and maybe this is Gore's style, I actually don't know, but um, it might might not be at all. Or maybe the actors were just getting into their roles, I don't know, but it felt like everyone was going so broad Hmm. that they missed some of that subtle stuff that had been in the second one. I can see from a, a, it's again, shows just starting. You're trying to bring in as many people right, as possible. You don't be, know what people are going to like, so you're going to go broader right. to try to. But by going broad, you miss more than you get. Yeah, instead of basically saying, human anymore. "It's like the Venn diagram," like you're trying to get everybody. Instead of just saying, "Our target audience is over there," I think this is funny. You think this is funny. Everyone here thinks it's funny. Right. We're going with this, and they try to do it as everyone will think it's funny, right. which and means every no one will it's think funny it's funny all the time. Right? Yeah, totally. Interesting. All right. Well. Yeah. Goodbye, worm. <laughs> Swam away. We will have I'm to go see. Check out this this algae over here. <laughs> What's this netting over here? That looks <laughs> yummy. Let me go check that out. <laughs> well, hopefully uh, next episode will will at least bring you closer to the worm again. Mm, we'll see. She shall see that it's a large lake. I don't it, know. Yes, that that pit was filled with a lot of water <laughs> and never got to be a park. And now it's just a, a lake with trash in it. <laughs> Well, uh, next time. I look forward to uh, totally loving it. Yes. Again, that's the weird thing about this is you, you got to fight through. And, and <laughs> watching it again, I'm, I'm wondering, how did we stick through this? I mean, it wasn't... Well, I wonder if you had watched others before you... Wa- did you watch No, it? we started from the beginning. You started from the beginning. Because originally... Or if you watched the next one right away. You know, because they are short enough that you might just like... No, because we were watching broadcast, so it was... We were oh, waiting a week. Oh, oh. So I don't... Interesting. But maybe waiting a week, you... I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Again, I think maybe from the office, we just, we said we're going to trust these people. Oh, and also, I mean, it was in the height. I mean, Amy Poehler is so charming. For sure. And Ron Swanson. Oh, he's getting, uh, yeah. He's he's getting delightful. Yeah. Um, And he's always delightful. I adore him. But he's like, his character didn't have as much to do. I think, in the, yeah, in the first and second, one. except for like that funny, and he's get, he's getting more to do, yeah. and he's he's rounding out. I feel like they're starting to round out the office a little yeah. bit. I mean, you, um, you got more introduced to Jerry in the very in the first scene. He's the, yes again, and, and although he's not clocking with me yet, right? And, and he wouldn't like. Yeah. I think, as you said, they're just going to show him to you so that you're not surprised when right. all of a sudden he's a. Right, fully character. starring character as yes. part of the show um, yeah. but yeah they just kind of threw him in there and, and right. so you'll and again the reporter you'll see more and more Jerry mm-hmm. you'll see Retta you saw briefly in kind of back scenes again she'll become just, a character uh-huh. and, yeah but it's interesting that they slowly bring them all in mm-hmm. Whereas which I think, they have to in a 20 minute a 20 minute just 20 right 20 yeah 20 20 minutes yeah I mean you I could see how in the first two episodes yeah. they're just focusing on 
Well, it's interesting thinking about Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which really was great right out of the gate, but they had a good hook of, they had a new captain coming in, and so the sergeant was able to introduce all of the people. I see. So you had an outsider. You had an outsider, so an easy way, so you didn't have to bring people in slowly. It was, this is a group effort from the get-go. Right. This person is funny because, like, we're telling you why these people are funny in this way. Whereas this one, you're it's Leslie and then Leslie and Ron right. and Leslie and Ron. You're just each episode. It's like we're adding someone else. And we're you know what I love else. in this one? Again, I love those murals. I think yes. I just it's the most like it's just painful to watch. But I like that I'm like this is important. You know, yes. it's just. I like that she keeps coming, and she, you don't have a sense of what Leslie actually feels about them. Right. She's both weirdly proud of them and also understands that they really shouldn't be there. Right. And right. it is, I feel like it is such an amazing representation of the just racist weirdness of America. And right. they're not hiding from it, no. but they're also not pounding it into the ground. They're, it's just it's there, not, and it's, it's like it. passes, and you're like, ah. Yeah. Oh, but it's also with, a, with an ounce of humor yeah. that yeah. you can laugh at it if you want to and recognize, like, wow, we really did some terrible stuff. Or if you don't want to think about the terrible stuff, you can just laugh at the funniness of a, of a but, cannon being but they don't But they don't let people yeah. get away because they're like, and a cannon, he's, he's right, with a, he about to be shot by a cannon, and the cannon is this close to it. And so there's no way to escape right. atrocities. And yet, it's it wasn't like the other thing where they were just pounding yeah. it in. And I have it seems like they're going to come back to those murals a couple times. I think times. that seems to be a recur- Yeah, they um, recur- and I think and it's quite I different girls that. every time. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, and her focus was on the Indian and his, or Native American and his, the, the power that he was yeah, exuding so and not the cowards who were about to shoot cannonball. Cannon, which we were just, and, put away. And then the reporter is like, I'm surprised nobody's asked. Oh, me. so many people. She's like, every day. We've received so many And that, to me, I was like, ah, this is the government joke stuff right. that I like of just like, wow, we're really, wow, America. God bless us all. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Um, yeah. On that happy note. On that happy note. We will uh, we will try again with episode four. Okay. And see if uh, I'm swimming. If you, if you go, it smells delicious. I'm gonna come swimming. back and check it check it back over because episode three was that was rancid. That was a rancid worm. <laughs> you don't want that. Rancid worm. It was just a limp worm. Oh. I wouldn't say it's rancid. <laughs>